Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, baby. Hi. How you feeling? Fantastic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good, considering we've both been sick for like 3,000 weeks. <laughs> or at least it feels that way. This is the first time you're not hearing a craggly Rob. <laughs> but it might make its in, return. In three weeks, but um, uh, you might hear coughing Rob. So that's something to look forward to. Yay. All yeah. day and, and all mind night you, this long. Is, as far as we know, non-COVID because yeah. oh, it's coming back. <laughs> We're tested negative. But anyway, yeah. um, I seem to be getting over it. Abby's still fighting it. Yep. I'm, like I said. So that's In any case, about enough about us. Are you ready to hear about some amazing Disney news? Because they just had their first Jollywood Nights last night on November 11th. And we were just happening to do a deep dive on Hollywood Studios and the uh, Planets Aligned. And here we are. We're going to do a little bit about both. Now, I heard there's a theme song for Jollywood Nights. It's, oh, cool. Jollywood nights <laughs> like Jollywood days. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Oh, okay, is that is that not it? I mm-hmm. I is think that... that we'll talk to some Disney execs and get that to happen. How about that? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so the news for Jollywood Nights is very mixed. And at most, it's lukewarm. Uh, so, I mean, what were you expecting? Were you expecting this to be an amazing event? Or are you surprised by I mean, the negative uh, news? Well, I mean, I was expecting it to be an event. Um, I, I would like to... I'm reserving my judgment. Are you? Uh, because, I mean, people are... What's the first? It's like going on and reading Amazon reviews. Like mm, you the, get like ten thousand different. The reviews. most of the people are going to come in. You know, they're going to come in and they give it two stars because their package was lost and they're blaming Amazon for that. Gotcha. Um, or you know, that's generally people that come onto the internet and complain are like, you know, they're the complaining people. But not mm. to say if enough of them are now stacking up. And you said you were reading a lot of them, or it seemed was- to be a lot. I was reading a lot. But also, like, the, let's we'll state our case and then you kind of see that. I, yes, I would okay. agree. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the good. Now, there have been raving reviews for the new musical variety, The Holidays in Hollywood, hosted by Kermit the Frog and mm. Miss Piggy, um, previewed at Theater of the Stars. It happens multiple times throughout the evening, and the show is about 30 minutes long. It was very well received. They have a live band on stage. Um, They had Princess Tiana come out and do some songs. They even had Belle come out, and she was in this beautiful Christmas 
dress and it wasn't like no. the the red Christmas. It was more like this maroon Christmas, which I loved her dress. It was it was gorgeous. She did a song and there was a lot of <laughs> funny jokes and even Mickey and Minnie came out the end. They kind of had this set up as um let's say you were going to like a live showing of a of a TV show. And so they'd be like, and let's cut to commercial break and that kind of thing. So, uh, and they'd have like funny jokes during the commercial break and whatnot. So it was, it was a really filming a special of it or they didn't say no, no. Um, not that I know of, but that's just how the show was set up to do. And then there was like snow at the end and everybody seemed to really love that idea. The act. Yes. Like as if it's a, it's a, like a holiday special you would see on NBC yes, or something. Okay, right. Got it. Right. So Understood. that seems to be like really well received. There was only a few naysayers because they were mm. just naysayers of Disney in general gotcha. and um, a Where holiday Stitch? party. Stitch should be part of every holiday, uh, you know. Right. Just, um. So then one of the somewhat negatives was that, I mean, it could be a negative or a positive, mm-hmm. positive was um, there was only really one item that could be found as merchandise for Jollywood nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, like this is one of those special events where you're paying, I mean, I think they said like $189 for last night or gotcha. something in that range. Mm-hmm. Um you're paying a lot of money, so I think you're probably expecting something similar to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, or where there's the, special items that you can buy. Or the not-so-scary. Or not-so-scary, exactly. Where they do where it's stuff on sale exclusively during those events. Like, you can't mm-hmm. find it during the day. They take it right. out. They remove it from mm-hmm. the stores, or they... It's a store, but they have it shut down and it's only open there in those events. That's so, right. So if it's just a T-shirt. It was yeah. just a T-shirt that was found. Now, maybe there were things hiding that haven't come to life yet. Um, but unfortunately, if you spent your money and you went on opening night because you wanted to be there mm. and you're so excited and this is this is it, a T-shirt. Well, on your way out, you were also given a coaster set. <laughs> now, I think it's more of like the hard cardboard coasters that say Jollywood, <laughs> you know, Nights 2023. Well, but um, let's, uh, yeah, I don't know. know about that. I guess it's just a little commemorative thing and hmm. you can enjoy it. Well, um, I, I wonder if it's just something like going the first time you're going on a uh, you know, the opening night of a ride. I mean, Rise of the Resistance breakdown all the time and Tron yes, didn't yeah, work. You know, it just, yeah. there's always kinks. There's kinks to work out. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And like, it's the first time of something that they're probably planning to do for a few years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, there, there seemed to be a lot to work out. Um, also... A comment was made, too, that when you're going to the other parties at Magic Kingdom, there are free things you get. So, for example, if you're going to the Christmas party, you're going to get free cookies. You're going to get free hot chocolate. Um, And often Mm -hmm. they have the little, I don't know what you call them, kiosks or like the carts. Yeah. You can 
pretty much get anything you want. Like mm. they're going to offer you, you know, ice cream pops and whatever. That's part of your admission for these. You're saying get it for essentially free, free without, without, yeah. without an additional charge. Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, that's a, that's included in your ticket. Now, also think about if you're going to the Halloween event, you're mm. getting a free bag and you're getting tons of candy. <coughs> Plus, a lot of this is about limited people. They're limiting the amount of people that you let in. Mm. So your wait times aren't supposed to be that long. No, unfortunately to me, Jack Skeleton and Sally all night long, and it was 60 minute wait time, which is pretty yeah. intense. That's, um, that's and especially crazy. for a party that's only from 8 30 to 12 30, and you're going to spend 60 minutes in line waiting. Now, keep in mind, you can get in at 7 p.m., but mm. the events and activities do not start Sorry, until 8 30. Gotcha. So, yeah, you got to get everybody out. Yep. So then, did they say, are all the rides? open they're not they are not all open um it but it is a majority of them Hmm. so yeah but they're not all open now um there's a cool area it's called the it's the twilight soiree the tip top bar i think is what it is and um it's located at the tower of terror exit they have a kind of glitzy what you would think live band you know when you're thinking of um old-fashioned hollywood glamour um now over here this is really what i think they marketed for but there's no seating over here and it was about a 25 minute wait for drinks and there were only three drinks on the menu mm-hmm. only three drinks which is like mm. i mean they looked appetizing they did so hold on i was gonna get those drinks for you and tell you exactly what they were give me a second here oh, yeah. all right oh, so yeah it was the tip top club that's what it yes. is and now what i love about the tip top club it, it, it is part of the tower of terror ride right mm-hmm. don't they mention this club in there oh I yes think so on the I ride right so yeah okay so here are the drinks. We've got the Fifth Dimension Royale, and it is a Terramana, excuse my pronunciation of all these things, uh, Terramana Blanco Tequila, Contro Liqueur, uh, Dessert Pear Agave Nectar, and Lime Juice Topped with Domaine Saint Michel Brut, and garnished with Dehydrated Blood Orange Wheel. So that's that sounds fancy. Okay. It's nice and pink. Um, and then there's the Twilight Daiquiri. It's actually purple, which is pretty cool. It's Parrot Bay coconut rum, ube, and lime juice, and a splash of shimmer. That was cute. Um, and then they have, of course, a non-alcoholic beverage, which is the sparkling pomegranate apple cider. And it's pomegranate tea topped with sparkling apple cider and pomegranate seeds. So, wow, a 25-minute wait for um, a choice of three different drinks. Yikes. Okay. I but mean, that's something. I did get the the I mean yeah. three drinks, but they, mm-hmm. they look appetizing. They, they do look really cool. But and I would wait in line because I'd wanna yeah. you have the band playing, it's yeah. nice, you know, you're you're around. And I do wanna hear about that snow on Sunset Boulevard. You know, yeah. just snowing along sunset, they said. Oh, that's very so they, cool. They have like a, it's like a snow machine that they oh, have going. Cool. I but, like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um as far as the rides that are open, it is a majority of them, like the popular rides, like not a lot of the the, the shows aren't open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything, um, so it's like Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror is open, uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, you got the Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, 
alien uh, swirling saucers. Uh, <laughs> then over in uh, Galaxy's Edge, you got the Smuggler's Run. Rise of Resistance is open, but it's on a virtual queue. Mm-hmm. Um, you could actually still go to Savi's workshop and build a uh, lightsaber, so that's cool. Okay. Um, last, <laughs> like booking is at ten twenty. Okay. Um, and then the Droid Depot, you could also do that. Uh, Star Tours is also open, um, and that's it. Okay, so that is a majority of them. That's pretty cool. Um, they uh, there were reviews about the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. Um, those were mixed reviews. It's a laser show. It has projections and fireworks, and I kind of I watched it and I I understand the mixed reviews. Now last night it looked like it was a bit rainy and foggy, so oh. the firework smoke really kind of like hung in the air there. Where when they released more fireworks, oh babe, this is so cute. One of our kids just passed a note under the door. <laughs> we'll have to read that in a little bit but um so the fireworks smoke lingered and when they set off more fireworks you really couldn't see them all that well but i did feel like there was a lot of glitteriness and um bright merriness that was missing from the show like i do imagine the castle and how it's really just lit up and it's so sparkly and shiny and that just didn't happen over here Um, at the jingle ball jingle stepping in um their note says that they stole all of our clothes and they're gonna burn them in the fireplace um well i mean i have been meaning to re-up my wardrobe lately so you know no it says they're going out to play oh they're gonna go on the trampoline okay that sounds fun so this was a big this next thing that i'm gonna tell you it's a really big negative for okay. me, especially because we as travel agents should probably know a lot of this information ahead of time, but they just don't release this information. It is a trial and error. Now, if you were going to this event, you would probably stay at Art of Animation or Pop or, or mm-hmm. somewhere along the Skyliner because that is the best transportation Absolutely. into Hollywood Studios, like hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're expecting if there's an event at Hollywood Studios, you're going to get back on the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That's a no. <laughs> yeah. What? They only are having the Skyliner <coughs> is just on its regular schedule where the last ride, I think, is pretty much around 930. But this event goes till 1230. What? That's insane. It only stays open till an hour after park regular park closing. Why? Because Why? we know that the Skyliner and the other routes yeah. for Epcot is going till really late. Well, and it depends so, if Epcot is going late. Is it that they, they just can't adjust it? Some, they, it's, it it makes make no sense. sense. Yeah. Now, this is from my news about the Skyliner came from DFB, which you know that we, mm. you know, our friends there at DFB, yeah. we, we really take yeah, yeah, their yeah. news hmm. to heart as being real news. Now, but let's also remember that the weather last night looked really iffy, right? So, yeah, so, so maybe related. it was weather related, but as far right. they had asked cast members, and this is what I mean about being a travel agent is we don't know, mm-hmm. but they said they asked cast members there and who confirmed that the Skyliner mm-hmm. will not be up and running after 
that just seems like a terrible event. Decision. That is yeah. way terrible. Yeah. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with the Disney buses, the, the bus transportation, if you're staying at a resort or, you know, whatever. But I mean, the Skyliner is like the, the main attraction to stay again, as Abby said, those right. resorts that are on the Skyliner, <laughs> the stops that yeah. are entered by a Skyliner stop. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see how the event progresses mm-hmm. and if this backlash is huge and they do up and run those yeah. Skyliners and whatnot. Um, so it's something to but, look forward to. There's yeah. always plus the positives and negatives to being at an opening night event. Like you think there you're going to like throw them all down there. But yeah. um, honestly, I think there's always room for improvement that they're looking for after okay. opening night. So um I'm, I think we're going to see a lot of changes throughout. However, mm-hmm. I still love the idea. I loved the seeing the live bands play and yeah. the, the female singers in their mm-hmm. glitzy dresses and soulfulness. It was it was really cool to see a lot of this stuff. So and I hope it sticks around. Or maybe it's going to get different as it gets closer to the holiday. Like it just it'll find uh, its footing as it gets closer to actual Christmas and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe so. Maybe maybe after so. Thanksgiving, it kicks into high gear. Like, we figured <laughs> it out, folks. And come only pretend it's Dapper Day every day at uh, Jollywood Nights. I wonder if people actually dressed up to go to this. Mm. I didn't see. I saw a couple of videos of, and they looked kind of in like their Christmas sweater kind of stuff. But oh, God. Makes, I'm sweating know, just thinking about it. But. Maybe it was just Christmas t shirts. All right. So, know. yeah, we got to figure, they got to figure some stuff out. But we'll keep an eye on it. We'll let you know. We'll talk more. We'll be watching the feedback throughout the week um, and uh, we'll report back. Wonderful. So, should we continue into our Hollywood Studios deep Let's dive? Just only talk about Hollywood Studios. That's kind of my plan for today. Yeah. So, Halloween. Halloween. Oh, <laughs> we can't talk about it. Our listeners just dropped talk about again. Halloween anymore. <laughs> They're like, no, turn off, click. Hollywood Studios opened on May first, nineteen eighty nine, and mm. was originally Disney MGM Studios Park. It's the year I was born. Which was the third oh. of four theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> the park is one hundred thirty five acres and dedicated to the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. So this park was originally a show business and operating production studio. Mm. Um, I'll talk about this more later, but I mean, I really loved that um, Backlots tour. Yeah, which showed part of the studios. It was just like so, so cool. But anyways, from 1988 to 2003, the working film studio produced favorites like Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh my God. In 1988. Best Halloween, best Christmas movie ever. <laughs> Tower. You know, I don't recall if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Tower of Terrors, ni- the 1997 version. Oh, with Steve Gutenberg. And Kermit's Swamp Years in 2002. Now, there were more movies than this, but these were and, the ones that sounded familiar. And what was the, the one that's like the movies there was also tv shows and the big one being it starred four um ladies that were in their twilight years all living together in one house the golden, golden girls. girls yeah that was part yeah. of the i remember taking that batlock <laughs> studio tour and seeing ernest saves christmas i was a big fan already but then the golden girls which i was even young 
Rob at that age still watched Golden Girls. Did you know? But, yeah, we just you know you watched. You were young. You didn't have anything to do. You'd watch every network TV show with your parents. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I guess so. Um, they did have many more TV shows, like Rob was mentioning, The Golden Girls, but they had the all-new Mickey Mouse Club mm-hmm. from 1989 to 1994, which starred some of our favorites like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, and Carrie Russell. Now, it's so mm-hmm. funny because all these char- all these individuals seem to have some sort of drama with each other, and it has gone on since mm-hmm. these years of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, mm-hmm. right? I guess it's not Club houses club but um yeah it all kind of started here throughout these auditions and working together on this and it's uh it's interesting as we talked about in our previous episode when we when we talked about the mickey mouse Mm -hmm. uh kind of did a deep dive on the mickey mouse club sure um uh, again young rob um when he was at mgm studios was trying to get a a peek of his crush Mm -hmm. one miss brandy brown none of these famous people that are on there just Miss Brandy Brown. Miss Brandy Brown. Aww. Yeah. I'm sorry that didn't work out for <laughs> I you. I mean, babe. I'm okay with it. I, <laughs> I, I landed the person of my dreams. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so the MGM name change uh happened over to Hollywood Studios on January 7th, 2008. Oh. <clears throat> See. So, yeah. So now here we are. Yeah. I think they changed the name primarily because they wanted to open up more of the of what Hollywood Studios could be. Right. When they were MGM, (laughs) it was kind of like closed off a little bit to just MGM products and um, the productions that they were making. Am I correct in about that? I think. I mean, I believe so. I also think it was a um, a business deal. Yeah, you know what? That does sound familiar, too. But I think it's adorable when I am booking a client and they're just like, oh, yeah, what about MGM Studios? And I'm like, oh, you're one of those. And that tells me right away how long it's been since they've gone to Disney. And um, and then I'm happy to update them with all the things that they need to know. So there are really eight lands of Hollywood Studios. Some say that there's nine, but really eight if you're looking at the official map. And each of these areas have their own special attractions, entertainment, dining, characters specific to that location. Um, And so we'll whip through the locations and then we'll talk about them a little bit more in detail. So you've got Hollywood Boulevard, Echo Lake. You've got Grand Avenue, which was formerly known as Muppets Courtyard. You've got Commissary Lane, Star Wars Galaxy Edge, Animation Courtyard, Toy Story Land, and Sunset Boulevard. Now, one of the things I miss the most, and I think is just, it's so sad that it's gone, is Mickey's famous Sorcerer's Hat. It used to stand in the park's hub between 2001 and 2015. Now, it's so crazy that they say 2015. Yeah, so maybe it must have been late into 2015 because I took my oldest daughter around that time. It must have been 2015. And I remember standing under the sorcerer's hat thinking like, we're still here. I thought it was going to go. And I got her a little bracelet (coughs) that she can add charms, Disney charms to it every time she goes. And we got the sorcerer's hat that time because I knew it was on its way out. But this sorcerer's hat is um, 
the huge it was the huge thematic icon for Hollywood Studios inspired yeah. by Disney's animated Sorcerer's Apprentice from the 1940s. This is also a favorite thing of yours. You love that. It is. Mickey's hat. And every time we pass by one to first sale, we think about it and then we think about how Rob's always hot anyway. Uh, so my head starts sweating putting, just looking at <laughs> putting it. Putting that hat on wouldn't yeah. work out. Um, and, and if you didn't know, the Sorcerer's Hat actually replaced the Earful Tower, which is a, a really famous icon mm-hmm. to Disney. And that's kind of a that's a fake water tower that had like the Mickey ears on either side. Right. That's at Hollywood Studios on mm-hmm. the top. And I love that one. I've seen, yeah. um, you know, I've seen it in the form of like a lamp and stuff where like the <laughs> water tower top like lights up. Oh, and I, okay. I would love to get cool. that one day that's so cool but um yeah so yeah i mean it's not there anymore Mm. it just used to be used as a place where you could do some pin trading and whatnot and sad but i guess it had to go they felt like it was blocking um the main roadway there going down to like i mean i could kind of see that but yeah it was a pretty cool yeah pretty cool icon yeah Mm. so uh, Hollywood Studios was one of the places we got to go for our AEP. And it was so magical being the first guests to <laughs> walk into the park and go down Hollywood Boulevard. But I also have to say one of my most magical memories was going with my oldest daughter when she was so little. And it seemed like the cast members were just lining the streets of Hollywood yeah. Boulevard just to say hello and good morning. Mm-hmm to me yeah it was just so lovely and they're so gentle and i do find that the cast members uh, particularly on hollywood boulevard were just like a um a more seasoned age Mm -hmm. which which made you feel like oh yeah (laughs) hello you know like warm warm and welcoming like you would agreeable to take the early shifts yeah perhaps yes yeah yeah so actually, I heard through, um, and we're going to do a deep dive into um, the Disney College program, but I've heard mostly that when you are a um, cast member that has like an earlier morning shift, that's typically because you are a full-time cast member. It's okay. the youngins that they mm-hmm. put in the evenings or the college program gotcha. or the international that they put during those evening mm-hmm. hours because it's it can be really late um into like the 2 a.m 3 a.m gotcha. time slot. so well, yeah i mean i'll be ready to go <laughs> you're gonna rock it out come my twilight years oh no i want an early shift early shift yeah you mm. wake up so early in the morning i'm ready to go i'll be there at six i'll start cooking the mickey pretzels then so what was your experience and your feeling when you were walking down hollywood boulevard with no other guests there well, it was amazing. Um, and that's not just because of your um, uh, gymnastic moves that you were showing off as we walked down the uh, the boulevard. But also, um, I mean, it was just, yeah, getting to see, getting it to be relatively quiet besides agents talking. It, you know, it was just, it, it felt very unique yeah. at the time. And just to, not to be rushed and not to worry about what... Who, people walking in front of you or, or yeah. you know all these things fighting children or 
there were no children in the park. That was yeah. like the main thing. They were all back behind us. Uh-huh. Right? Well, yeah, just to take it all in. Now, Hollywood Boulevard goes straight down. Your, on each side, you're going to find all sorts of shops mm-hmm. and, and places to get little treats to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it opens up uh, at the end to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mm. Now, that used to be um, uh, the great movie ride. Which I do remember, yes. but it had a lot of um, questionable things in it that I don't think are appropriate for oh. this age of child child rearing. But um, yeah, Mickey's and Minnie's is is definitely one of our favorite so rides. Part, I the think. great movie ride is part of the dark side of Disney. It is. It is. <laughs> you know. Um, if you're feeling fancy, Hollywood Boulevard also has Hollywood Brown Derby mm-hmm. and, um, it's the take of the real Brown Derby, right? That's the famous one in Los Angeles, yeah. California, where classic movie stars were always known to frequent. I only know about the Brown Derby from an episode of I Love Lucy because they oh. went to it and, and she was of course crazy lucy throughout the whole thing like doing all sorts of funny stuff and so. famously also used in um the movie swingers mm, john favreau Vince okay. they go to the derby the derby i go to the derby mm. they have a lot of um character sketches that line the walls at the mm. one in hollywood studios yeah um and reservations are highly recommended here now if you don't have reservations they do have some outdoor seating like a little patio that offers most of the menu inside but not all of it and um it's been said that this patio is just perfect it's perfect for sitting outdoors when it's nice weather and it's good people watching so have you ever eaten there Nope. Me neither. You know what? I I think we had mentioned that I wanted to eat there. Yeah, but there's other places. There's always other places. So I do hope that we get to try it. Eventually we will get to it. I do have to say a lot of our decisions are based on, you know, do they have a good vegetarian option? So places like I think the Brown Derby. We've also been there multiple times before we were vegetarian and still never went there <laughs> never so. went. Like, well off and small children you know yeah. do you really want to <laughs> i know but even without small children you've been there a lot you never went all right and, stop uh, finger pointing my friend we'll make sorry, it Bob there Derby. we'll get there yeah so um and then you know the next area we can talk about is echo lake yeah. so um echo lake it's like this is like kind of rumor-esque and I'm not sure if it's true, but they say that if you're looking from above, there's supposed to be like a hidden Mickey that you're looking down on oh. on Hollywood Studios. And Echo hmm. Lake is in the form of an oval, which would be one of Mickey's ears. Do I know this, that it's too, totally true? No, I don't know. Hmm. That's why I said this is just something I've kind of like heard, that oh. it's like an oval of Mickey's ear. Where the, the rumor mill? Somebody, uh, any helicopter pilots, please confirm. <laughs> well, anywho, <laughs> um, this is kind of where you can find Indiana Jones, scenes from Raiders of the Lost Ark, which we yeah. absolutely love. And we just watched the, the behind the scenes. We're on se- season two. Behind the attractions. Uh, behind the attractions. Thank you. Season two. And yeah. they had a really great episode on Indiana Jones. And um, but mostly the California version because that's where mm. the ride is. However, we're going to see the ride coming soon over at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's supposed to be showing up years. there. It's going to fit right into Dinosaur, we believe. 
That's right. Now they have Star Tours over here too. That's mm. the 3D motion simulator ride that Rob just seems to really dislike. I I like it. It's just, you know, comparatively it just doesn't I don't know. I don't get that warm feeling in the uh cockles of my heart. <laughs> Well, you can also see on season one of Behind the Attraction, they do have some information um, on how Star Tours was made. And this was definitely one of the first big deal uh, rides that was different. And then you can also meet Olaf at Celebrity Spotlight. And then there's the Frozen sing-along, which our kids absolutely loved they love this and most kids do and of course there's like live snow at the end that everybody tries to catch and they love the rob snow. takes a nap during it's all it. soap it's all soap <laughs> i think i stayed awake for that one oh you know, it's just I beauty and the beast that you felt the two, narra- the two narrators are very funny they're very they, um, are. they, they are. are it's a very good script that they they work on but they're very good in delivering it and performing it and mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a good job. So, and of course, they have some eateries like Hollywood and Fine, which we absolutely adored. And then the 50s Primetime Cafe, which is very good. And then the they have that little dinosaur, right? The big dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, he or she is quite big. Yeah. Dinosaur Gertie's Ice Cream of Extinction. And that's what you can get over there is ice cream. I, I do expect, though, like whenever I go over there and see it's, it's ice cream. I was going to say just ice cream, but there is never just ice cream. Ice cream is exciting. <coughs> Yay, ice cream. But um, I'm always like expecting because of the way it looks that they would serve like hot dogs, too, or something like that. Hmm. But they, they don't. It's ice cream. Like, but right like, over there, like I don't know if like you ribs or something. Or... I don't know if you recall, but that's also where you could get the Coca Cola slushies with the that's, booze in it. Right? That's where you get. The, there's a frozen mm-hmm. drink stand where you can get your adult beverage uh, poured into it. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, we like those. We like those, and it had the. Um, it used to have an Indiana Jones shop right over there, um, which was then turned into like uh, they they use it like special. Uh, pot like pop-up shops that's what they do right when they cut over there. so they had the pop-up bar mm-hmm. over that yeah. way um which was fun it had some of the dial of destiny stuff in there mm-hmm. um but now that's gone and mm-hmm. probably because the that shop will be will tanked be well so you know like hiding it even though it tanked it's just kind of keeping the theme alive right mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely so Commissary Lane, um, Mickey and Minnie, you can meet them on the red carpet, which is really nice. Mm. And then this is where the Sci-Fi Dining Theater, which is a retro style theme, science fiction films from the 1950s. Now, Commissary Lane is like not widely popular, that area. It's just kind of like, it, right, because it has the... Um, it has like the, it's supposed to be like the NBA, the NBC commissary or something, or the, it has something supposed to be like, as if you're working on a studio and this is where everyone goes to eat. So it has that. And then you walk down, right. It has a coffee shop. It's basically just used as a way to get to Toy Story Land. Yeah. Along the back. That's true. And you know what? I was feeling, and this is just my thought overall, mm-hmm is that there are places in Hollywood studios that definitely can be expanded. Sometimes you feel like you're walking around a corner and it's like an obvious corner 
as for anywhere else, like an animal kingdom, you're walking around a corner and you're like looking at monkeys or you're looking at plants mm. that are special or you're looking at yeah. not the fact that you're walking around a corner. You know, it's a, here it's very like okay. mappy. Um, All right. And I think that they could work on that flow a lot, a lot. Right. But there's a lot of a lot of ways to expand here. But all that being said, this is one of our favorite parks, if not our favorite park. Yes. Right? Okay. Especially with the kids <laughs> at the current age. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it seems to be a great all around family park. Yes. Yeah. I love it. No matter what you're kind of into. If we ever go on a quick trip coming up here, like we would probably do Hollywood Studios. Yeah, absolutely. Um, over the others. Now, Grand Avenue, mm-hmm. we've got the Muppet Vision 3D. And this is what we, we recently talked about, how they just redid their seats. And, and Miss Piggy got a little makeover there. And it seems to me like the Muppets, although that they're not coming back in the world outside of Disney necessarily, that in Disney mm-hmm. they're making more of a... yeah. But they keep bringing back. them. They keep bringing them back, right? Right. Like the, they keep reinventing. Like, they always like the new Muppet Show. They tried, which you know didn't really work. And mm-hmm. Muppets are kind are somewhat timeless. Yeah. You know, I, <clears throat> I would say going to see Muppet 3D, Muppet Vision 3D, is a must. Right. We really we enjoy that. Now this is my a secret restaurant, which some may really know about. <laughs> it's one that I always retreat to when I need like a little break. It's the Mama Melrose Ristorante Italiano. It's really good, yeah. and I feel like it's not a well known restaurant. Yeah, um, especially within the park because it's kind of hidden. It is kind of hidden. It's all the way back there. Yeah, uh, hidden behind. Like you have to walk down an alleyway way. really to get to it. Yeah, exactly. And most of the time now people are just focused on getting to other lands. So they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But if you need like a little break, see, this is exactly the place I think you should mm-hmm. go. Has all your favorites, but they are cooked really well. It's mm. great food. Good food. Yeah. And then, of course, this little place here, um, Rob introduced me to mm. and we love it. Now we have to hit it up every single yeah. time. It is the Baseline Tap House. It's a California-styled pub. What do we usually get there, babe? We usually get a beer and a large uh, Bavarian pretzel. That's right. And, and it's a good pretzel. Nice dipping sauce. And it's it always, no matter what, it always seems to be room. Like, unless it's, yeah. unless it's like raining out and like everyone's mm-hmm. huddled trying to get away because it's an indoor spot, but also outside seating, mm-hmm. there's always seats it always seems like and it's never a lot of people so right so it's it's a pretty cool place um and they're pretty laid back there too Mm -hmm. so this also used to be where the backlot tour kind of started and was um and again that closed in 2016 i really miss it i wish it was back but also it made way for toy story land and star wars galaxy's edge Mm -hmm. so you know i guess it was needed I guess. You guess? I mean, there's nothing I don't like Star Wars, so <laughs> I would take the Black Backlot Studio so I could see more Gilmore Girls. Uh, Gilmore. Uh, Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Golden Girl stuff. No, come on. You're kidding me? I want to go to the Galaxy's Edge, which is what you would find directly after, um, great, you know, going by the Grand Avenue. And Grand Avenue was originally called something else, and I forget. Right? Mm. 
was this was? like the Muppet? Um, yeah, like where yeah, the yeah, Muppet yeah, yeah. stuff was. It was something else, but then they changed it. Now Formerly it's known Avenue. as Muppet's Courtyard. Muppet's Courtyard. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Now we got, so Grand Avenue leads you into the Galaxy's Edge. And you walk through a like, semi-rock uh, formation. And yes. it kind of. Uh, it tries to help you transform into yes. like a whole different land. Yep. And it brings you in. And, you know, uh and that so yeah that opened in uh, 2019 mm-hmm. obviously it has the rides the uh, star wars rise of resistance as millennium falcon smugglers run savvy's workshop that we talked about has the droid depot mm-hmm. and it has all tons of uh, food and such with the specialty bar oga's cantina mm-hmm. which is supposed to give you a feel like as if you're in uh, the original star wars you went to tatooine and mm-hmm. you know you're going into the bar to find a certain rogue um a smuggler by the name of uh han solo maybe you might see him in there but actually you're just going to go and see a droid play um a, a droid be a dj and get a bunch of drinks some that are fuzzy some that make your lips kind of feel uh, numb but no that's a cool place and yeah i mean that, that's just like a favorite uh spot there's tons of shops along the way um, you see, like, there's X-Wing uh, fighters. Yeah. There's all types of, like, you know, places you could stop and take pictures and such. Yes. And often, yeah, you're going to see all sorts of characters walking through. Um, yeah. There, there's, like, a, a show you're going to you're gonna find the um, Stormtroopers and you mm-hmm. see Kylo Ren as well as, you know, people from the Resistance, Ray and Chewbacca. And now they have Mando and mm-hmm. um, young uh, Grogu. Yay, he's so cute. As well. Now, what is your favorite area to just hang out in over here? Oh, well, that would be over by the, the Falcon. Oh, yeah? You yeah. like to hang out under and the Falcon? That's just like the way, because it like just leads you, you're like led into that, right? Uh-huh. That's like it. That's like the end. And if you could just like hang out over there, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's a magical kind of, place, for yeah. Sure. And I, I think the first time I I went there, and you know, I went early and I got in line, and uh, I did the ride, and then afterwards I kind of come up and they have the um, restaurant right there. I forget it's Ronto Roasters, I think it, mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. where we had breakfast on our AP trip. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's like raised up a little bit, so you're like you could like hang out above the ledge and you're like looking over the crowd because you know there's tons oh, of people walking through yeah. there taking pictures and you could just kind of like hang out and like you're just like looking at the millennium falcon as like your line of sight and it's it's such like a i don't know it was like almost an out of body experience it was yeah. just like this is like so amazing yes you know? it, it's unlike anything they've really built visually there i yeah. think um, do you think the space of this area was used wisely? You know, I think they could do a lot more with the beginning part mm-hmm. of it. Because once you w- kind of walk into the land, it's just kind of like, at first there's like nothing. And, you know, there's like, they try to distract you. Like there's an, like an X-Wing fighter, like a little bit. There's Rise of Resistance is, yeah. you know, pretty close. But I don't know. It feels like there could be more. I feel like the shops, I'm, I'm 
kind of always underwhelmed whenever I yeah, decide to walk through right. the shops. It's a lot of like the same thing at a yeah. shop and you're kind of like, I wish they had like more. Like mm. you want to buy like a shirt or commit some sort of like memorabilia, right? Whether that be like a really w- one year and this we didn't even find there, but there was a Millennium Falcon can opener, like beer opener or something, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And Bottle like opener, that yeah. is like a cool little tchotchke, right? But that wasn't even in... Yeah the parks but if they had more of those little kinds of things that you can bring home and be like hey thanks for watching the cats i got you this or thanks for whatever (laughs) you know um that's i'm always looking for that i think they try to make it seem like it because it's more of an immersive they try to make it yes it's supposed to be immersive so they try to make it i guess if you're walking into a real shop in this made-up land and what they would be selling. But wouldn't it be cool? Like, you know how when you go to, like, an air and space museum, they'll sell something like um, the... um, astronaut ice cream okay right yeah. wouldn't it be cool for kids if they sold like a uh you know this is star wars um emergency food pack right <laughs> and it's like some sort of like dehydrated like what they sell in Oga's cantina right it's just like okay. veggies like dry roasted veggies in something a like that. pouch or something like okay. that you know i totally be into that hmm. i don't know interesting <laughs> We're going to have to throw that in the suggestion box. I I know. I'm just full of really weird ideas. I like it. So, okay. So then we've got Toy Story Land, right? So this is a really um, heavily congested area. Everybody's over there, especially Mm -hmm. for Slinky Dog Dash. Um, You've got Toy Story Mania, Alien Swirl, Swirling Saucers. and then we ate over at Roundup Rodeo BBQ. And, you know, I was reading a lot of reviews on this over the past couple of months because oh. we went to and uh, it and had our own thoughts about it. And yeah. we were kind of split. Between we're me not. And Abby. We were, right. Yeah, we I, were, we I wouldn't necessarily go back. And and you know what? We're not alone. There was other people out there who were just like. Give me just a chicken nugget, please. <laughs> and so that like, the adults can mm. eat all the variety of foods and their kids can eat something. We felt like that um, it was a little bit too different for kids, perhaps. Mm. I mean, if you weren't, if you didn't grow up in the barbecue world. Okay. Just a thought. Because right across the way, though, is Woody's Lunchbox, which, which does have more like traditional kid right. food. And now uh, Toy Story Mania was the first ride toy story like attraction to go mm-hmm. there and that that actually took that building that it was in was an actual sound stage mm-hmm. right and that was i think they called it sound stage one and that was like so that was like that close and that was like the end of the production side of um mgm gotcha. uh, going into hollywood studios yeah yeah hmm. now right. i like toy story mania um, I like it because I'm a video game person. Yeah. So I like going in there and you know, oh, yeah. no, shooting like it. it too, and, yeah. and you know, I like to always make sure I try to at least go do that. Yeah. I think the kids have a lot of fun with the kind of challenge that we put on for it. Mm. Um, yep. our, our older daughter has learned very quickly that daddy is way better at these video games. <laughs> so always tends to pair up with daddy. <laughs> so fair enough. 
chiquitas. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> She'll get them back. I'll get you, my pretty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why do you see you need your hair done? Yeah, go to daddy for that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you need to pick out an outfit? Ask daddy. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I have um, a really good friend who's been trying to persuade me to go... Um, jogging with her in the morning and at first I was like oh totally I'll do it yeah great and then I realized like I can never do that (laughs) and she goes well why can't you do it and I was like one word hair (laughs) and then she's like oh yeah my husband can't do the hair either (laughs) and then we like realized like this is just not a thing it's only for one (laughs) Heidi does her own hair Bailey needs assistance Carly wants different hairstyles all the time, and it's beyond me. I can't. Well, it's not just that. It's just the, you know, did you brush it? Um, yes. Uh, did you really? And your your fingers get stuck in it, and you're only like an inch in. <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. moms. Let them have the bird's nest. They're young. Oh, I can't do that. Anyways, back to Disney stuff. So they've got Animation Courtyard, which is, it's, it's again, I don't know this area is just not well utilized. Um, They have the Disney junior play and dance area and you'll see Disney junior characters here, but it it could be so much better utilized over here. And then sunset Boulevard, which holds the famous rock and roller coaster lightning McQueen's racing Academy. Now what Mm. is lightning McQueen's racing Academy? Couldn't tell you. Isn't that funny? Yeah. We don't really, I also don't know what the Star Wars launch bay is either, but it's always there. And I always look at it and go, "Mm, I don't know. I think you just like meet Chewbacca Chewbacca in front of it. Yeah. So it's more like a character meeting, which makes sense with the name like Animation Courtyard. Like Mm. they just have people hanging out over there. But yeah, Um, the Racing Academy, I don't know. Also, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, where it opened in 1994. And I can tell you that in 1994, I was talked into going to this ride. Pretty blindly. <laughs> mm. It might have been in 1995. But um, I I went on it. I didn't, you know, you hear the screams and you're just like, ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then you go on it. And I just have a natural tendency that when I'm scared, I just close my eyes completely. Mm. <laughs> And so I think I didn't open my eyes for like the whole ride, even like just the, the whole, parts the of the year. ride that had like the uh, video projections and stuff, because I thought that was scary, too. So, <laughs> you know, so right. just me with this my the, eyes closed. This is the ride I close my eyes on. All right. Well, well right. no, I don't. I mean, I just scream and hold on tightly. OK. Um, this also has Beauty and the Beast live on stage in the Sunset Ranch Market, which I think is so interesting. It's all like kind of local different foods. I say local, but it's really California based mm. um, different foods. So I also never am a patron. It always seems too busy for me. It is very busy because um, it's like a, a, a lot of seating. So I think that people just kind of gravitate towards this area. Yeah, so I, I never get anything from there so then this area is also host to fantastic which let's come back to because there is the wonderful world of animation which is their nighttime show um outside of um jollywood nights Mm -hmm. right so it's a 12 minute nighttime spectacular projection um displayed on the chinese theater and this celebrates the well now 100 years of disney and pixar animation including sleeping beauty the incredibles and coco so it's a nice little quickie nighttime attraction right right and then you have phantasmic which i'd like to say that 
not, I had no idea that Phantasmic was back there. Because it's so far back. It's like, so far back. You you're like hiking. Yeah. But at nighttime, you don't really notice like that it's like a super hike, but you're like passing like marker after marker after yeah, marker. Yeah, like, I, like oh. I've never been back there. Have you ever done the Beauty and the Beast uh, show? I haven't, which, which we is, have always intended, wanted to and missed that's every showing. That's where you pass. You pass that. Oh. Like in getting to Fantasmic. So like other than that, there's no reason for you to be back there. Um. So, yeah, you, like, really have no idea, like, this big, giant thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. And that's why it feels like it was something that we missed all these years. Yeah, but I'm so glad we went. It was mm -hmm. a really, really important Absolutely. thing to see. Worth it. I love how it's just a traditional to do the wave. It seems like every crowd I've ever seen through video is always doing the wave on Fantasmic, which is wonderful. And again, if you're going to want to do a Fantasmic, look into one of the Fantasmic dining packages, which yes. means... You just book a dining reservation during regular dining hour times and you get a free pass to VIP seating of Fantasmic. So it's worth it. So as we were saying, too, one of the benefits of Hollywood Studios is there's alternative, alternative, alternate, alternate transportation. Alternate. Transportation. <laughs> which would be the skyliner but it's also dependent on where you're staying or where you're getting off to go on yes. um, but they have the buses of course too mm -hmm. so, yeah and you could also if you go on the tower of terror it just propels you out of the tower of terror to your hotel <laughs> they have a little ejector right just there. boom and you just keep going <laughs> see ya <laughs> But yeah, we adore Hollywood Studios yes. above um, mostly of their parks. Again, because it speaks to the ages of mm -hmm. us and it's, who we are. And, and I think it's just, again, I think it's a little bit for everyone. I think uh, parents, it's somewhere parents and adults, parents and adults. Because I say that because I am a parent, but not, I'm very not mature. Quite an adult I, I yet. don't act like an adult. Um, parents and kids can enjoy a little bit of everything right and one more thing i wanted to say too was you know um you might not think that hollywood studios holds with the princesses and you were really going to disney because your daughter loves princesses that's when you want to catch phantasmic right because you will see all the princesses in the show yeah. they are on boats they are on stage they are dancing and singing and it's not just the princesses is there with their mates so you know Belle is with her prince i was gonna say bell is with her beast <laughs> but uh he's dressed as a prince during mm -hmm. this show and yeah um everybody's oh. yeah ariel's with uh eric, eric and, uh -huh. uh, i forget what the other one what the other one was but yeah no they definitely have them all yeah they had snow white and oh that's prince right they had a snow white picture yeah so it's in and uh i think tiana and prince naveen right were there uh, yes yes um but yeah, so you'll want to catch the show to see all the princesses there for sure. And then, of course, if you're into Disney Junior at all, mm -hmm. this is for you too. That's why we're kind of like, it's all ages. I mean, from yeah. tiny Disney Junior all the way up to Star Wars for us and characters. It, it and uh, character dining at Hollywood and Vine. And, that's right. You know, you really, it, I think it's worth it. And they also have special Disney Visa card pictures that you can get here, too. So if you have that Disney Visa card, you can get special exclusive pics of you. And what's that scary dude's name? <laughs> Darth Vader? No, the other one. Is it Darth Vader? It is Darth no. Vader. Yes, it is. He's well, wearing something different. <clears throat> well, Kylo Ren walks around. It was Kylo Ren. But Darth Vader's 
the one that was part of the the visa. No, picture. I mean I have a picture of me holding baby Bailey. Oh, and Kylo Ren, like who is like oh, I know. I'm we, like holding Bailey. We were trying to we were trying to go do that, mm-hmm. and it was to go take a picture with Darth, Darth Vader. Yeah, Maybe okay. Before gotcha. it was Kylo Ren. Okay. I don't want to take a picture with Kylo Ren. I'm sorry. Get Ben Solo is not a good guy. Well, okay. <laughs> exactly. That's I'm how we're going to end. That feeling. That's how we're going to end. No, um, we're going to do a quick little bit, that, and that's our deep. That that's concludes our deep, our deep dive. dive into Hollywood Studios slash mm-hmm. MGM Studios slash Robin Abbey's uh, family's favorite place ever. Maybe. Um, all right, so now I got some a little bit of new. <laughs> if I don't like die, I'm telling yeah, you, please don't die. This cold is the worst. It won't go away. Um, ooh, I like that. Um, over in our Universe Studios, this was kind of a big thing. They've now um, they put kiosks at the entrances of Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure that are photo validation kiosks. No. Yeah. So you go in and it's an optional thing. You don't have to do this yet, but you go in and you like agree to let them, they take your picture. Mm-hmm. So basically it's like facial recognition. Okay. So that you could then go into the park and instead of having to present like your pass, mm-hmm. you'd be able to just let them scan your face. Oh, Okay. So, you know, like I, I know, for example, if you have the um, the Express Pass, mm-hmm. right, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, the Express Pass, whenever you have to go do that, you have to like get out your Express Pass. Yeah, right. And, let and them, it's usually like a paper. Yeah. And, and, or on your phone or something. Yeah. And you have to let them scan it um, like cool. multiple times, usually at the beginning. And then again, like as you get halfway through the line, like they want to make sure no one's like cutting in uh-huh. stuff, which is smart. But I think this is going to start taking like an option of that. So you don't That's have to so keep taking out your phone. Interesting. So they're skipping right over the whole idea of bracelets and going right to. to yeah. We're just going like, to. We're going to scan your face, which, you know, obviously is going to bring up all types of privacy concerns. Cause I mean, like, is it, though? Because if you're scanning your fingerprint over a Disney World. I mean. Well, yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and they have you on. I mean, we're all being tracked anyway. And our phones. I mean, there's so many different things. But some people. They don't want that stick. They don't want to like actively give permission where people to use it. There might be something in there where they can then use your likeness for something. Yes. They're like, oh yeah. my God, I'm in that Universal movie. I'm in the Back to the Future 4 when it comes I'm out. You're going to read that, those line items carefully, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, it, it's Yikes. a little bit of something, but again, they're probably all uh, keeping an eye on you. Anywho, um, over in Universal, the, you know, they're they're doing their thing for uh christmas they're putting up all the, the decorations mm-hmm. and they have big trees up everywhere and dr seuss land as we talked about and yeah i mean nothing out of the ordinary there um it really wasn't too much else i mean everyone it's it's holidays aplenty i know it's the season <laughs> it's exciting yeah no it is and i like that it's switching over i mean it's cold mm-hmm. up where we live mm-hmm. but it's warm down there to us but maybe cold to some floridians i don't know maybe i think we got another month till it really gets cold for them and then their version of cold that is and then it gets warm again Not exactly so, so i think that's, that's about that's, that's about all. it that's yeah. about it for us 
we had a busy weekend. I um, I mean, I just celebrated our anniversary. You you did by yourself. We I said we. <laughs> oh, just it sounded like you said I just celebrated I just, our anniversary. I, well, I celebrated every day the fact that I married you. Mm. So I just want to say happy anniversary. Oh, baby, happy anniversary. And um, you know, we'll continue on. <laughs> <laughs> no. No? is that too creepy continue on we will my heart will go on, on. <laughs> in any Far. case we yeah. hope that you guys are prepping for thanksgiving and that you're gonna have a full table but we'll talk to you uh, before then